Try Therapy Notes, the number one rated electronic health record system available today. With live telephone support seven days a week, it's clear why Therapy Notes is rated 4.9 out of 5 stars on Trustpilot and has a 5-star rating on Google. Therapy Notes makes billing, scheduling, note-taking, and telehealth incredibly easy. And now for all you prescribers out there, Therapy Notes is proudly introducing ePrescribe. Try it today with no strings attached and see why everyone is switching to Therapy Notes, now featuring ePrescribe. You can get two months free by using promo code CHAT at therapynotes.com. Trauma Therapist Network is a website to learn about trauma and how it shows up in our lives and to find a trauma therapist. Go to traumatherapistnetwork.com to find a trauma therapist near you today. Are you going through menopause or perimenopause? It can be a struggle to find comfort in your body with night sweats, hot flashes, and so many other uncomfortable symptoms. Hormone Harmony is a supplement for women going through perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopause created by Happy Mammoth. They are dedicated to making women's lives easier using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout women's lives. So hormone harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it, but it's perfect for those horrible menopause symptoms that put a woman's life on hold. Hot flashes and night sweats, racing thoughts and low moods, poor sleep and feeling tired all the time. For a limited time, you can get 15% off on your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code CHAT at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code CHAT for 15% off today. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. This is the Therapy Chat Podcast with Laura Reagan, LCSWC. The information shared in this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health professional. And now, here's your host, Laura Reagan. LCSWC. Today's episode is sponsored by Therapy Notes. Between writing notes, filing insurance claims, and scheduling with clients, it can be hard to stay organized. That's why I recommend Therapy Notes. Their easy to use platform lets you manage your practice securely and efficiently. Visit TherapyNotes.com to get two free months of Therapy Notes today. Just use the promo code TherapyChat when you sign up for a free trial at TherapyNotes.com. Hi, welcome back to Therapy Chat. 
I'm your host, Laura Reagan, and today I'm very excited to bring you a second interview with the guest who you heard on episode 207. My guest today is Casey Hirsch. Casey, thanks for coming back to Therapy Chat today. Thanks for having me, Laura. It's my pleasure. And I'm excited because when we talked before, you talked about how you had a lot of experience with using alternative and complementary approaches to healing chronic illness and chronic pain, specifically your Crohn's disease. And I really wanted to learn more about what you did and how it worked and, you know, what was good and what wasn't good. And so I'm grateful that you came back. But before we even dive into that, let's just start off with you telling our audience a little bit in case they missed episode 207. Tell them a little bit about who you are and what you do. Sure. Well, I'm a licensed clinical social worker and I'm an author and the founder of LightYourSparkle.life. And as you said, I struggle with Crohn's disease and my whole life has been focused on how to overcome childhood trauma and this physical condition and lots of illnesses. It wasn't until many years into my healing journey that I recognized there was a connection between trauma and health and what was going on in my body, especially with my immune system. Once I figured that out, my world changed and I became really focused on empowering other people to be experts on their body and how to create integrative models of healing. And through that process, I have explored many different energy approaches, energy psychology, energy medicine. It's become a core of my own healing. And I really like to share these bits of information with clients and professionals because we're all part of a team trying to help each other. And there's a lot of information out there. Yeah. And you have done a lot of research into what's out there and how it all works. So I'm grateful for you to talk about that with us now. So what kind of energy, what kind of, what are you really talking about when you talk about energy medicine to start off with? Yeah. So my first experiences were with what I would call traditional energy medicine. I didn't realize there was a field called energy psychology. Energy medicine is something that's very broad. And I learned that it involves everything from the acupuncture meridian systems to chakras to the bioenergy fields to physics and quantum mechanics. It's incredibly broad. I experienced several approaches in my early struggles with Crohn's disease that I actually had such progress from in my physical health. I wanted to get certified and I learned more about that. These were techniques that were focused on how to help the body's immune system boost while also always accessing this emotional component, oftentimes identified as maybe trauma or emotional triggers that are trapped in the body that are outside of our consciousness and how that can also drive the immune system to not function properly. There was always an integration of the physical and the emotional. It was many years after I was using energy medicine techniques as a patient, really, but also as an observer who clinically, I was very intrigued and I wanted to understand what was going on in 
these approaches because there was a mental health component with all of the sessions that I was doing. And it wasn't until many years later that I realized, oh, there's also a field of energy psychology. But in some ways, all of this energy work is very interconnected. Mm. Can you say a little more about that? Yeah. So I feel like, you know, I, the Association for Comprehensive Energy Psychology, I stumbled upon when I was trying to understand more about energy medicine. I was going through these different treatments that were involving ways to connect the right and left side of the brain. They were involving, you know, tapping, different types of touch therapies. They were using sound, music, very, very broad techniques, magnets, um, vials. There's a technique called Nabudrapad's allergy elimination technique that uses the frequency of vials to help the person's immune system function better. That draws on acupuncture, meridians. I was using all of these different techniques, but then I discovered there is this Association for Comprehensive Energy Psychology where in their definition of energy psychology, as a field, in my mind, they encompass the entire field of energy medicine because they talk about how using mind-body approaches, and this is taken directly from the ACEP's website, they talk about how energy psychology is a mind-body approach for understanding and improving human functioning that includes the relationship between bioenergy systems, neuro and electrophysiological processes, and mental functioning involving thoughts, emotions, sensations, and behaviors. So there's an integration between how the human is relating in the mind-body energy system and what's happening bioenergetically around them. So I feel like the field of energy medicine and the field of energy psychology, as I've experienced it, are very intertwined. Mm. Okay, so just out of curiosity, are you saying that the organization you mentioned for energy psychology would certify people who use those energy medicine techniques that aren't considered to be mental health related, even though they are using, you know, trapped emotion in the body? That's a good question, Laura. So as I was a patient working with these different healers who were using what they called energy medicine approaches to help me overcome the Crohn's disease, they were simultaneously working with a trauma component. I was having definite shifts in my childhood trauma, also feeling better physically. Meanwhile, here I am a psychotherapist and I'm wondering how is it that these energy medicine approaches are working with trauma so directly and these people are not licensed, they're not licensed therapists. So I, I had some skepticism and I also had some concern. Mm -hmm. So I effort to dive a little further. I wanted to find out what's going on here. Why, how is it possible that these people that are not licensed are doing great body healing, but they're also talking a lot about trauma in these sessions. Is there a system set up for this? Is this, does this even exist in my profession and I don't even know it? So I stumbled upon, and it really was just a stumble, and I'm, I'm sad to say that because I feel like this information should be more readily available. I stumbled upon the work of Dr. Fred Gallo, and in the 90s, he introduced the field of energy psychology in his book called Energy Psychology. And when I saw this, I was just, I was blown away. 
I am a therapist and I didn't know there's actually a field of energy psychology. So diving a little deeper into it, I actually took, you know, took a look at all of his books. He had a diagnostics book. He had a book for psychotherapists. And I started realizing, wow, this is actually a field. So how is this working when there's this field of energy psychology, but yet I'm a patient and I'm exploring everything from magnets and tuning forks and resonance repatterning and polarity techniques that are all in this field of energy but they're not licensed healers. So what's what's happening? Where's this link with trauma? And how is it ethical for people to be working with trauma when they're not therapists? So it opened this Pandora's box for me, so to speak. And in looking into Dr. Gallo's work, I discovered the Association for Comprehensive Energy Psychology, in which case they are this governing body of people who can go in two different tracks. There's tracks for licensed healers and licensed therapists, and there's tracks for non-licensed healers. And they can go through these training programs in both of these tracks, and they can get certified in techniques that are called energy psychology, which encompass what I said at the beginning when we just started these these bioenergy bio systems and what happens as humans as we relate mind, body, and energy in our environment. So the ACEP does offer continuing education courses. They are actually an approved continuing education provider. And on their website, they have different tracks. You can go and take a number of different courses that they will certify licensed and non-licensed clinicians in so that you can incorporate and integrate these different types of energy psychology approaches into your practice, whether or not you are a therapist, or maybe you are a life coach, or you're a body worker, or I mean, the list is yoga teacher, I see a lot of yoga teachers kind of being almost like community healers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I the so the key, when I figured this out, And for me, it was an epiphany and maybe everybody else knows about it. Obviously, this organization is quite large. They they talk about on their website how there have been a number of studies that have been done that have shown these energy psychology approaches meet the criteria for evidence-based treatment. And SAMHSA, Division of SAMHSA, actually uh, validated the techniques, well, they call it thought field therapy, as an evidence-based treatment. So there's research that's going on, and there's also lists of practitioners that you can go to, and you can find these the names of people and their, what certifications they've had and whether they're licensed or non-licensed. But this was very important to find for me because I had been having a lot of success with the healing approach. I was using from non-licensed energy approaches and practitioners who were using these approaches, but I was concerned because they were accessing trauma in my body that I wondered, like, are there any ethics around this? Like, is it okay for someone who's not trained in trauma to be 
talking about trauma that I'm carrying without having all the ethical criteria that goes around being a licensed therapist. And what I learned after diving into this more is that among these licensed and non-licensed tracks, they really encourage therapists licensed to join with the non-licensed and to have a network of support so there's a referral system going back and forth. That is something that was very different than what my experience was as a patient out there in the world trying to get help for my medical conditions and not not knowing that the system is in place. So there, there isn't quite the integration I'd like to see mm-hmm. between the folks that are trained through the ACEP and go through this formal education training. There's not quite the integration that I would like to see when you're working with people with trauma between the ACEP and then what's going on with people like myself who are just, you know, going out into the community and saying, okay, I've, this person comes highly regarded. I'd like to try this energy approach. Is this, you know, going to help me when you're sick? You're willing to do a lot and you're willing to take a lot of different routes to try to get better. And along the way, you find a lot of things that work. And then you also find a lot of things that that don't. And in my case as a therapist, I'm really concerned about trauma and how you offer treatment of trauma to clients. And I really was concerned about how these approaches were being used on my body with people who didn't have a trauma-informed background. Yeah, I mean, even just saying to as a trauma therapist saying to someone well you have trauma or that's that's trauma that can be completely overwhelming and flooding for them and that can make that can you know set them into a dark place just depending on how much they were aware you know so even when you're just talking you tend to be very cautious about the way you word things and sensing how much the person is comfortable understanding at once you know so you might say that sounds like it could have been a traumatic experience and to say like when you're dealing with the body to say something like you know you went through this or something when the person hasn't said it out loud, I think that could be because when the body's involved, it's even more overwhelming than when it's just talking and you're even kind of disconnected from the body. Yeah, that's true. And in the energy medicine approaches I've tried, and like I say, the cool thing about it, it's quite profound, is that you can have an energy medicine session where they're, maybe they're looking at your chakras or maybe they're muscle testing using applied kinesiology to ask the body, where is the root cause of a problem? Along with that, the body is definitely the resource, but the practitioner is also asking the questions. So it's it's not unusual when there's muscle testing and when the, the energy healer is asking these questions for them to identify some aspect of blocked trauma. And in my case, that was consistent with all of the approaches I tried. So it would be whether or not the person might say to me, well, you've got this such and such infection and this type of infection can also be connected to things that have to do with abandonment from a parent, in particular, maybe a mother. So information was being given to me about my life and about my body through asking my body questions. And in some cases, it's not even applied kinesiology. There are many healers who are brilliant, who have 
the ability to see energy. And so without, you know, even touching you, they can see your energy field and they can see what's going on in your body. So they're able to make statements about what they see in terms of trapped emotions, trauma that's getting in the way, emotional blockages. And a lot of times they will disclose what they see in such a way that they tell you, here is, here's your block. You've got an issue maybe with your, you know, sexuality, or you have an issue with uh, an event that happened when you were in the womb or they can even go back as far as to say, I suspect that the problems you're having with Crohn's disease rooted in the gut have something to do with inherited trauma. Mm-hmm. And that can be going way, way back into you know, stuff that is completely outside of one's consciousness. So when you hear that information, that is one thing to have that said to someone like myself who is a therapist and can kind of sift through it through the lens of my own psychotherapy and my own training. But that's a lot to digest for someone who isn't in that space. And it can be, it can feel like there's flooding. It can feel super overwhelming. It can feel like what a brick just hit me. And I I don't even know what to do with it. And then you could be left there without any mechanism to process it, especially if there isn't a connection between the healer and a team of licensed therapists. Let's just pause for a moment so I can give you a little bit more information about why I love therapy notes. I switched to therapy notes a few years ago. I'd say it's about three years now, I believe. And I have never regretted it. I was very happy with the EHR I used before, but therapy notes is more intuitive. I love the interface. The customer service is fantastic. And I love how I can get my notes done quickly because I can customize the template that I use for my notes and there are opportunities to put check marks rather than having to write out the intervention used. So I have cut my time spent writing notes way down, which is wonderful because I like to focus on seeing clients. I know documentation is an important part of our work, but it can also be time consuming and that is why I love using therapy notes. If you are considering switching EHRs or you're looking for one to use in your practice, give therapy notes a try. You can get two free months by using the code therapy chat. Now let's get back to our interview. So now I'm kind of hearing that you're saying, if I'm interpreting this correctly, that because the energy healer can't do therapy, they're, you know, they're limited. They can't, they may say this, but they can't help the person process it, support them with that other than like, you know, they should make a referral, we would hope. But I think what I hear you saying is that there's risk involved in just making these pronouncements and diagnoses and predictions when you can't scaffold it to help the person hold 
their feelings about that. There's definitely risk, Laura, to this because when you're told from someone who isn't licensed in tra- in psychotherapy and they don't they're not you know trained in trauma informed practices, this information can be divulged. But at the same time, there isn't the ethical and legal obligations that a therapist would have to make sure that there's a safety plan in place. There's a referral system if the the client needs to be referred you know to a physician. Who knows what might be the best process for them? There's not a protocol in place for how many sessions before the client is terminated. There's a lot, there's not a mandated, not necessarily the same mandated reporting requirements. Mm -hmm. So these are all things that were like red flags coming up for me. And on one hand, I'm getting better. I'm having great shifts in my healing. But on the other hand, I'm saying, this is me, what's happening to other people. So once I discovered there's this body of energy psychology, and I found Dr. Gallo's work, I actually decided, you know what, I'm going to interview some of these key people in the field and ask them, is my is my perspective right? Am I or am I just biased because I'm a patient and I'm a clinician and I'm, you know, just my own lens is coloring this because I'm getting better and I'm feeling that these techniques work, but there's something wrong with the delivery. There's there's ethics involved because what if I go home and someone saying, you know, I had that, you know, I had a twin that died in utero and I bring this back to my family. I mean, for one thing, I don't believe that I did that I did. That's not my history. My history doesn't align with that. However, say I bring that back to my family and I open this this conflict that's uncontained and there's no support, no boundaries around that to be able to work with it. So I spoke with Dr. Gallo and I also spoke with someone by the name of David Feinstein. Now, David Feinstein, who I discovered is, you know, he was faculty in Johns Hopkins. He and his wife, Donna Eden, they have the largest energy medicine training program in the world. And I posed these questions to both of them. And I said, okay, you know, what's what's going on? I'm confused. There's there's a lot of healers that are non-licensed that are working with trauma. They, these, these two gentlemen are at the top of the field. They've created the curriculum. They're training people. And the consensus definitely that I took, took away from that is that when you see a healer who's using an energy approach, especially in their field of energy psychology, that the healer is a participant on the team and that the focus is not on probing the person for trauma, but allowing that person to be part of their story and a participant in the process. And it comes up in an organic way as the person is in the session and these techniques are are happening. That's a very empowering approach because that means that the, the client stays in charge and they're not hit with a diagnosis that says, you know, your problem is because this event happened to you at such and such time. If that information organically comes up, then that's acceptable. But there's a clear line between licensed and non-licensed therapists in that the non-licensed ones are not supposed to probe deeper into the trauma. Say an incident comes up, the person starts, it, it triggers another incident. We know how often that can happen. Mm-hmm. One yeah, incident, up another incident. And then, and we don't come, we don't go to sessions and our clients don't come to us with big signs on our head that say we have trauma. 
uh, handle with care. So there's there's a lot of stuff that comes up organically that can open up these deep traumatic wounds. And so when that happens in the formal training program, the clinicians are taught how to calm down the client's nervous system and take them out of that, you know, elevated, maybe fight or flight response that's Mm -hmm. been triggered and to calm them down without probing any further so that there isn't any, you know, re-traumatization because the situation itself, the flooding and what's happening to their system in that moment can also be traumatizing. So there's a clear protocol that's in place to calm the person down. If you're not a therapist, if you are a therapist, a licensed therapist, well, then you have your training. You know how to work with trauma and you know how to identify where the person is, their mental status, perhaps if they have, you know, some defenses and protective responses that are there for a reason. They're aware of how to not just strip that trauma out from underneath the defenses and leave the person feeling completely vulnerable. And within this field of energy psychology, as Dr. Gallo and Dr. Feinstein emphasized, there's an an importance for all of the healers to have a referral network and a support system that they can refer people out. So that if this something does happen like this in session, they know how to calm the nervous system. And then they know how to regroup and say, okay, let's come up with a plan to work with this further, bringing a licensed therapist to the team, referring them out out, you know, out. So there is a lot more, I think, client protection within the this formal program that is established for energy psychology. And that is important because in my case, like I say, while these energy approaches have been really effective, there have been times where too much too fast was processed. There have been times where I've had, you know, a clinician reach out to touch a part of my head without asking for permission, not not recognizing that I'm someone that comes from a lot of trauma and that touch is really scary for me. Mm-hmm. And there have been incidents where topics have come up around my family where it, it really did feel like I was hit with a bus and mm-hmm. I had the tools to go home and process it. I had the support system, but I was deeply concerned for people that don't. And there's a responsibility, really a big responsibility, I believe, on the therapist community and on the healing community to connect with each other so that we realize as professionals that there is this work that's happening out there and that we make these connections with these holistic programs and integrative healers to be available to them and that the other side is also true, that there's a referral system in place so that these healers can do what they're innately gifted to do and what they've been trained to do and they can continue doing what they're good at, but there's also a, a mechanism in place for people to be referred out if necessary. Yeah, and for the therapist and the energy healer to be able to both work doing what their gifts are and what their scope is to help the person have a more complete healing process. Yeah, and and that's so true. I spoke with an integrative physician. I spoke with some other healers who are non-licensed. I spoke with Dr. Gallo, Dr. Feinstein, and the consensus among them also is that, 
you know, a license does not make a healer a great healer. Mm -hmm. It's not about that. What makes a person a great healer is, are they able to be mindful? Are they aware of their limitations and their scope of practice? Is there a training that they've went through that incorporates ethics and scope of practice? Do they have a network of support so that there's a referral system and that they're talking about, you know, cases and the healers that there's, we know there's just as there are therapists, there are healers who have this natural ability to work with people. And we see them all the time. And we're like, wow, they're just, they're just so good at this. It's like, it's just a part of them, but there still has to be a minimal amount of training involved and all those other elements of just mindfulness and you know, that introspection and that work that you need to do on yourself to make sure that you do no harm also needs to be there. And that's that's a hard-earned capacity. Like you work for that. You earn that in, in your work with clients and that trust gets established. It's really important to, I think, especially for clients to recognize that when they go see a healer, they are often they're vulnerable and they're going to see someone who they perceive as an expert. However, if it doesn't feel right or if it feels like, you know, there it's too much too fast and maybe the healer is saying, well, just trust your body. Your body will tell me if it's enough. We'll just, we'll just pay attention to what your body says. Remember, if it doesn't feel right for you, it's not right. And you're still in charge and you should be. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't feel like you are in charge, then that's a conversation that you need need to have. And I, I wish that for every every person who's in that patient role to feel like, you know, when they go see these people and they that they still make the choice about what's working and what's not. And you don't have to push yourself through Uh, What they tell you is a trauma that you have. You don't have to push yourself through it like it's something you, you know, you've just got to do the work and get through it. You don't have to do that alone. And you also don't have to feel like that's expected of you. Yes. So anybody who's working with a therapist or an energy healer, we all have to remember that we can advocate for ourselves. And if something doesn't feel right, we, we can listen to that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And as a profession, I think we need to be aware as therapists, we need to know that there is a certification for energy psychology. We can refer our clients to the ACP, ACEP, and we can you know, know that there there are some protective factors that are built into that. We also can get training ourselves and for clients who are in a situation such as I've been where I'm using these other techniques because conventional medicine hasn't worked for me, then you know, okay, well, I can go to this website. There's There are training programs that are taking into consideration all these things for licensed and non-licensed. Or I can go to see a healer in my community that comes highly regarded and I can go into it knowing okay, there may be a a situation where they divulge trauma about me that I'm not even aware of. And if that happens, it's really important that I have 
a therapy, a therapy relationship. And that there is, a, I think, a positive attitude that's generated around therapists. I think sometimes, you know, when you haven't had the success at your own trauma work that you would like, if you're a patient who's not in this profession, you can feel like really, you know, like you can't trust therapists or you feel like, well, the system has somehow failed you. So it might lead you to want to go to see these healers that are going to help you and you're going to feel a lot better perhaps from it. But you have to remember that it's important to have both pieces and healing. It's not just one dimension. You still need that support. No one should go through trauma alone and they shouldn't be sent home with a whole burden to bear without any way to really unpack it and close it back up. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Casey, I know that we have to stop, but you mentioned that you are going to send me a list of resources that you developed for my audience to, and, you know, and anyone who's in your audience to be able to um, access. So I know that you will give me that and I can provide that in the show notes, but where can people find what, what you're doing? They want to learn more about you, your work. Yeah, so my website is www.lightyoursparkle.life. And on the website, I've got a lot of different resources, some of my own work and also work of other people that I really respect in terms of integrative healing and how you connect the mind, the body and the energy, <laughs> energy systems. And I will have a blog posted on my website that has a lot of the resources that we've spoken about today, including there's an interview on my website that I did with Dr. David Feinstein, where we talk specifically about ethics and how it applies to this this field of energy energy psychology and work so my website is definitely the place to go i'm working on a book my book is pending publication so when that comes out i'm really excited and i'm hopeful that if people are interested they can subscribe to my newsletter and also get information that I'm working on and keep in touch that way. Awesome. Well, Casey, thank you so much again for coming back to Therapy Chat today. I love talking with you about this. Thanks, Laura. Today's episode is sponsored by Therapy Notes. There are many ways to keep your practice organized, but Therapy Notes is the best. Their easy-to-use, secure platform lets you not only do your billing, scheduling, and progress notes, but also create a client portal to share documents and request signatures. Plus, they offer amazing unlimited phone support, so when you have a question, you can get help fast. To get started with the practice management software trusted by over 60,000 professionals, go to therapynotes.com and start a free trial today. If you enter promo code THERAPYCHAT, they will give you two months to try it out for free. Thank you for listening to Therapy Chat with your host, Laura Reagan, LCSWC. For more information, please visit therapychatpodcast.com Try Therapy Notes, the number one rated electronic health record system available today. With live telephone support seven days a week, it's clear why Therapy Notes is rated 4.9 out of 5 stars on Trustpilot and has a 5-star rating on Google. Therapy Notes makes billing, scheduling, note-taking, and telehealth incredibly easy. And now for all you prescribers out there, Therapy Notes is proudly introducing ePrescribe. Try it today with no strings attached and see why everyone is switching to Therapy Notes, now featuring ePrescribe. You can get two months free by using promo code CHAT at therapynotes.com.
Trauma Therapist Network is a website to learn about trauma and how it shows up in our lives and to find a trauma therapist. Go to traumatherapistnetwork.com to find a trauma therapist near you today. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.